everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Asian Check. I am your host, Morgan Winchester, Mo Money. Um, and it has been literally the most ridiculously crazy last couple weeks of my life. Um, we missed last week's episode because um, I was having audio issues and I didn't have time to re-record. So I did have to cancel last week's episode and I thank you guys for understanding and being patient with me. It was literally a nightmare. I was literally about to start crying but, you know, things happen. It is what it is. We move on. You know, we don't we don't hold on to the past. So uh, we're back this week. Um, so much has been happening. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you are a new listener, welcome. How are you? This is my podcast. If you want to interact, you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter at Winnie the Morgan. Let me know that you're listening. I'd love to say hello. You can also um, like my Facebook page for Wage and Check. Um, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts um, just so that more people can see uh, more people see my podcast when there's more reviews, you know, five stars only. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can listen Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really anywhere for streaming platforms. Um, so let me know you're listening. I love to say hello. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. And let's just go ahead and get right into this. So we got the song of the week is Little Bit by Erica DeCossier. I believe that's how you say her name. I'm not too sure. But I know she's like European. And I know that they pronounce their like ERs as like A. So I'm pretty sure it's Erica DeCossier, but I'm not too sure. Anyways, um... A little bit it's a very like did you guys ever watch like love actually that movie from like 2004 or something it was like an english movie but it had like a lot of like movie stars in it um and it was like it's called love actually i'm sure you've probably seen it it's a it's a classic um but remember when like is it hugh jackman wolverine guy um yeah Hugh Jackman wait 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 wait. oh my gosh he's definitely not in that movie who am I thinking of anyways one of the actors I'm blanking on his name when he is like sitting on the lake writing his book those are the vibes that I get listening to this song you know like chilling at the lake house in like a princess dress or something not that he was in a princess dress but you know I you know visuals uh just chilling Maybe some swans in the lake, you know, little little fireflies. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyways, those are the vibes that I get when listening to this song. It's just like very comforting. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, a little bit by Erica DeCossier. She just recently released an album. I've listened to a couple songs, but I haven't listened to the whole thing. I need to. But um, but yeah, she's a really great singer. She has like a really calming voice and it's just so sweet. Um, movie of the week. I watched A Quiet Place 2. It was really freaking good. For a sequel, um, I think John Krasinski did a really great job of, like, world building and answering questions from the first movie and going deeper into the characters and their character arcs and, like, character development. Um, I know he originally didn't want to film or didn't want to be a part of a sequel. And at first, 
you know, when the studio was like, we want a sequel, we want to do a sequel, the fans love it. He was like, I don't want to do a sequel. And they're like, well, can you at least write like an outline of the story and we'll get someone else to write and direct? And he was like, okay. So he started writing the story. And then he was like, you know what? As I'm writing this, I might as well. Why not? So he did end up writing and directing the second movie again. So, and I think he did a really awesome job, you know, like I said, like, sequels can be really hard. I feel like with sequels, people just think bigger and more explosions and more action and, like, bigger and, you know, but it's, like, a good sequel, it's not just bigger and crazier and whatever, it's, like, you gotta, you gotta go deeper into the characters, you gotta do you know world building and it's like it, it was really it was probably one of the best sequels out there um you know my favorite sequel would probably be shrek 2 but <laughs> um a quiet place 2 is definitely up there as like one of the best like sequels um as far as like you know just story building and continuing on with this world that he created this apocalypse and so really great really great i really recommend it um i'm pretty sure i watched the first one on hulu but the second one just came out it might be on like hbo max i think i was seeing like ads about it being on there so you might be able to find it online already but if not it's in theaters so just wait a couple months if you want to wait you know but really great sequel i loved it um it's just about this family living in like a apocalypse with like these monsters that are attracted to sound so you like have to be quiet and what I think is really great about like the casting as well the daughter is played by an actress who is actually deaf and it really works really well because again you know it's about monsters that the slightest sound they can hear and then they'll kill you right so it's really great of having a family who uses sign language to communicate and one of those family members is played by an actual deaf art, uh, artist, actress. And I think that's really great for, like, representation as well. Like, there aren't a whole lot of deaf actors and actor actresses in Hollywood. So I think it's really great that they actually got someone who is deaf. And what I really like about those movies as well, and John Krasinski kind of talked about this in an interview as well. Um, you know, having a deaf actress you see um scenes that are like from her perspective because she can hear a little bit but it's very muffled for her so she can hear like big bangs and like laughter but it's really muffled and you kind of like hear that from her perspective in a couple scenes in the first and the second movie so it's really cool that john krasinski did that too and that we kind of got to see what it's like for her you know, not just in the movie, but also, you know, this is her everyday life. So I think it's really great that he got a deaf actress to, you know, represent the deaf community. Um, I've always wanted to learn sign language and I should just look and see if I can take like a class at like the college or something over here because I really, I've always wanted to learn sign language. But, um, but yeah, it's just really awesome that they, that John, John Krasinski's done like a really great job with these movies. So I applaud him for that. Um, what else? Lows of the week? Um, so I was moving over the weekend, right? Um, and literally my legs are so sore and they're covered in bruises and like mosquito bites. And I don't know if I've told you guys this before. I don't think I have because 
I didn't start this podcast over last summer. I started this podcast in like September, so you guys wouldn't have known. But I'm I don't know if I'm like allergic to mosquitoes or something because I like swell so bad and they are literally huge. I should probably see a doctor about this. But yeah, so my legs are really sore from going up three flights of stairs for like two days straight, packing and moving. And um they're also covered in bruises and giant bug bikes, which is awesome. So, you know, I love it. It's so fun. Um <laughs> So that was my kind of a low. I'm just so sick of life right now. And I just, I'm, I am so tired and exhausted. Um, but highlights of the week, you know, I moved, I got a new apartment, which is freaking amazing. I'm obsessed with it. It's so big, not like huge. I mean, I'm living by myself. I don't need like a huge place, but it's like, you know, it's big compared to, I used to live in a studio. So it's really nice. Um, everything is like new. All the appliances are new. They just like renovated um, the complexes. So everything is just like really nice. It's so awesome and I'm obsessed with it and I can't get over it. And I, I'm so proud of myself that I've been able to like do this. And I just like, I thank God as well for like, you know, like he's just, he just continues to bless me and everything, you know. So I'm just really thankful that I get to be in this position of, you know, renting an apartment by myself with no financial aid from anyone else. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> a couple of my bills are, you know, like my internet is, I do not pay my internet or my phone bill, but that's, you know, that's two bills out of how many. But, um, but the, the fact is I'm so thankful that I'm in a position that I get to like, you know, have my own apartment and all these things. Like, I'm just so grateful and I'm so happy and I love this place so much it's so amazing. But um, yeah, so I moved. Um, I also am very thankful for my friends who helped me because it was a mission getting crap up three flights of stairs. It was a mission. Uh, so yeah, my legs are going to fall off. Um, a couple weeks ago, my mom came out to visit for the weekend, which was awesome. I got to see my mom and I love her so much. I adore her. I took her to a picnic with me for the org that I'm a part of, the Filipino one I told y'all about. Um, it's called Malaya. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, their website, um, Malaya. It's M-A-L-A-Y-A. But they had a picnic for Filipino independence. And uh, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> independence? I know. We know. <laughs> um, don't get me started on Filipino politics. But, you know, it's an excuse to eat some Filipino food, get with the community. It was a lot of fun. Um, there aren't a whole lot of Filipinos out in Texas, you know, growing up in the Bay Area, I was surrounded by Filipinos. And so, um, being in Texas, there are no Filipinos out here. I mean, there are some, but like compared to the Bay Area, there's just, I haven't met like a whole lot. So one, being a part of this organization, I've met a lot of other people, you know, in my community, which is really great. And then going to this picnic, not, it wasn't just people in like the organization. There were other people too, because it was like a Facebook event and anyone could go. So it was like nice meeting other like people my age who are also like Filipino and yeah, made some friends, networked, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Had some great Filipino food. Um, and I brought my mom and everyone like met my mom and, um, my mom cracks me up. She was like really preaching to a couple other people my age and they're all like, 
sitting around and listening to her and they're like oh my gosh like you need a mic right now and it's just like my mom is so funny because my mom um my mom is so supportive like my mom is literally my number one fan like she's always telling me about like oh I listen to your podcast and blah 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 and she always like comments on it um I I love my mom my mom is literally my biggest fan and I love her so much and um so it was just so funny seeing everybody like really like really like um like what's the word uh what am I trying to say? Like, like everybody was just so like really into like what my mom was saying and everything, you know, like they were so like into her and it was just so funny seeing it. But, um, but yeah, so really happy that my mom was out here for the weekend and I miss her already. And, um, she texted me, she was like, Oh, you moved in your new place. How are you? And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I feel that. And I was like, yep. Um, but yeah, so so much going on in my life right now. Uh, I literally, like, still have boxes that I haven't unpacked, and honestly, I just wanted to rest today, and I was like, you know what, I'll just do more unpacking tomorrow and throughout the week. Like, I'm just so tired from walking, and, like, it, it's just, yeah, it's it's not fun, but, you know, again, I'm just happy that I have a new place because, like, you guys know the horror stories of my last place. Oh, my God. I've told you guys many times. So, it's just really nice to be in a new place and I'm excited to, like, decorate this place and make it, like, my own, you know? So, I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram and I plan on, like, posting more about, like, the apartment once I get settled in more. Um, and, yeah, so that's 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 been my week, you know? So, getting into our main topic this week, I want to talk about love languages and why they are important in a relationship. Um, reason why I talk about this is because a couple of my friends have been going through it uh, <laughs> with their significant others, and I recommended to both of them that they learn about love languages and, you know, like, take the test with their significant other. Um, And the reason why this is important is because your love languages, um, your love language is obviously how you receive love. It's how you feel loved is when someone speaks your love language. Um, So it's important to know how your partner receives love so that way you can love them, you know, the best way. Um, it's also important to have a love language that is similar to your significant other or at least like in your top two. Um, but there's five different ones. So there's words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Me personally, mine are physical touch and quality time. It's pretty self-explanatory, but I'll kind of go through the five um, explain what they are and how you can really, like, what, what they mean, I guess. Um, so, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, this is like encouragement, reassurance, praise, compliments, um, uh, active listening, you know, uh, appreciation, stuff like that, you know. So, for example, like, when you are sitting with your significant other and they're telling you a story, you know, like, actively listening to them, making eye contact with them, saying, yeah, mm-hmm, yes, you know, like, like really just listening to what they're saying. 
Um, another one is like randomly sending them a text or leaving them a nice note out of the blue, just telling them how you appreciate them. Um, you know, like those sweet good morning texts like, hey, hope you slept well. You know, like really like things that like using your words to show to tell your significant other that you love and appreciate them, you know? Um so that's words of affirmation. Physical touch, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, physical body language, um, that's how you show your love. Um, hugging, obviously kissing, cuddling, um, holding hands, um, you know, just like physical it's touch, you know, <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, receiving gifts. Now here's the issue with a lot, there's like a misconception with when gifts are your, words of your, what am I saying? When gifts are your love language, there's a big like, um, misconception. People think like, oh, you're materialistic, like, you, you're a gold digger, you just want someone for money, like, those are, like, misconceptions, which is not true at all, um, and I know this because a few of my friends, their love language is gifts, and literally, they would appreciate even, like, a rock, literally, so, <laughs> um, so, like, receiving gifts are just, like, thoughtful gifts, that make your spouse feel like you know like I guess like an example would be um like they're just like thoughtful gifts and like gestures you know like something like um oh I was like I was on a walk on like I I went on a hike and I saw this like rock in the river and I thought it was really pretty and I thought of you so I picked it up like that is literally like what zero cents probably took like an hour of your time on a hike like <laughs> that is literally like and your if your significant others you know love language is gifts that would literally make their entire week probably they would be like oh my god this is the greatest thing i've ever gotten in my life you know um like like uh it doesn't have to be expensive things you know like like and it doesn't have to be only on occasions like even just like oh I was at the grocery store I saw these nice flowers I wanted to like give them for you and you don't even have to give like a you don't even have to give a reason you don't have to be like oh I was at the grocery store so I got this like you could just be like here have a nice day I got you flowers literally at the grocery store flowers are like five dollars so you don't have to like when with with receiving gifts like people like they just think it's all materialism and like you have to like spend a lot of money you really don't like you just have to be creative like you know like if your significant other is a artist buy them some nice paint or like paint brushes or a canvas canvases are like 10 bucks you know or if your significant other is really into like gaming um you know like maybe I don't know like like you know what your significant other likes um like if they're into anime getting like buying a manga for them you know those are like 10-15 bucks um like it doesn't have to be crazy extravagant crazy like gifts or anything like obviously you 100% can if you want to spoil your significant other by all means spoil your significant other 
but there's such like a misconception and it's like gifts don't have to be expensive they can literally be a rock (laughs) so like just really thoughtful gifts that you know just expresses appreciation and gratitude to your significant other uh quality time pretty like self-explanatory but here's the misconception people think like quality time just means being together like being in each other's presence there's it's one thing to be around each other and it's one thing to have quality time together you know like if you ask your significant other to come over and you're playing video games the entire time obviously that's not going to be quality time like quality time is when you give each other your full attention you're not looking at your phones making eye contact with each other and just you know you have each other's full attention you know um and there's just no distractions you know like you're free from distractions it's uninterrupted and you're just focused on each other um so like you know and that can be things like date night obviously even just like going on a walk or like um something like hey i have to go run errands do you want to come with me you know like or hey i'm in the mood for some fries do you want to go to mcdonald's really quick like (laughs) like and like obviously like don't be on your phones and you're just like having a really deep conversation you know like that's just having that's quality time you know like that that's just that's quality time and so um people think like sometimes people will think like oh it's just being around each other but it's not you can be around each other but you're on tiktok the whole time or you can be around each other but you're like playing video games or you could be watching a movie together but you're on your phone you know like being around each other in each other's presence is different from having quality time you know um so that's that and then there's acts of service which is the last one and this is just like little things like like basically at the end of the day it's like it's serving your significant other acts of service so like just doing things because you just want to help them and you just want them to feel like not everything like like you don't want them to feel stressed out because of like how much might be on their mind you know like just doing things because you just genuinely want to help them out so like let's say you noticed that your significant other had a bad day at work something simple like making the bed or making breakfast um uh or like you know doing the laundry for them um things like that again you kind of have to draw that line between acts of service and just being their maid because I feel like that's another misconception that people might have kind of talking about like with receiving gifts people are like oh you're just materialistic with like acts of service people are like oh you're just lazy you don't want to do anything you want like other people to serve you and be your maid but that's not the case at all like it doesn't have to be everything you know like acts of service doesn't mean that you have to clean their entire house every time you go over that's it's just like random you know like things that you just want to go out of your way you know like random things like if they're like like if you if your significant other is like doing the dishes take out the trash you know like like really small things that just you know they they um just like going out of your way to help them out you know 
like stuff like that or like if let's say like someone they your significant other needs help like writing a resume like sitting down with them and helping them or like buying like even something like planning a date like planning the date night like instead of being like oh what do you want to do you could say we're gonna do this wear this I'll pick you up even just planning a date night that's even like an act of service you know what I mean? So you just kind of got to be creative. The biggest thing, if you take anything from this conversation, um, sit down and talk to your significant other. I highly recommend, and I've told my friends to do this, if you go to fivelovelanguages.com, this isn't sponsored, by the way. <laughs> I've been using this website since I was like in high school, but it's like the number five, not spelled out, just the number five lovelanguages.com you can take the love language test and you don't have to be in a relationship like you can even just take it if you're single and you're just bored and you just want to know what your love language is um you can take it by yourself or you can take it together there's like two different like ways that you can do it um but you just want to take the quiz learn what your love language is and if you are taking it with your significant other discuss that with each other like if you find out that yours is acts of service just be like so what this means to me is XYZ. And if they are like, okay, well, mine is quality time. So I appreciate things like XYZ and discuss that with each other. So that way, you know what to expect. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. So you know what your significant other likes and what they're looking for, right? Because that's the whole point of being in like, no, no I said that wrong. That's part of being in a relationship is being a team and being there for each other and loving each other. You don't like... Like, obviously, you need to love your significant other, and I'm sure they would appreciate any of these five things. Like, even though my love language is quality time and physical touch, if my significant other came over and did the dishes for me, obviously, I'm going to appreciate that. But at the end of the day, I feel most loved when it's quality time and physical touch. You know what I mean? So, it's important to discuss this with your significant other and to acknowledge what their love language is and to actually speak their love language, which is kind of why it's also important to be with somebody who has a similar or at least in the top two quality, uh, what am I saying? Love language. Because if your number one love language is like acts of service and that's like at the bottom of your significant other's list, they might kind of dread it. They might be like, uh, I don't want to do this, but you know, like they might, like your significant other might kind of dread doing it because it's at the bottom of their list. At the end of the day, it, it you do got to be selfless. It's not about you. It's about your partner. And even if you may not care about access service, your partner does at the end of the day. So you kind of just got to like put your pride aside and be like, this is how they feel loved. So I need to make sure I'm doing this. Um... But it makes life easier if you have the same love language or it's in the same, like, top two. Um, or at least one of them is in your top two, you know? Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, if you care about, like, astrology at all. I know some people look at that and, like, compatibility. It's kind of a similar thing. Like, you don't, like, you're, it's going to help a lot if your love language is the same as your partner's. Or your love language is one of their top two. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to help your relationship a lot. So, I think it's really important to pay attention to this and to talk about it with your partner and acknowledge it. Because, again, like, obviously, they're going to appreciate every single one of these things. But they're going to appreciate one of them even more. 
So that's why love languages are really important. There's tons of books about these that you can read too. Like if it's really something interesting to you, there's a ton of books that you can read about it. I'm sure there's like podcasts you can listen to and like YouTube videos. But love languages are a really interesting thing. And I feel like if you feel like you and your your significant other are kind of lacking that something or like 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 if you're just like if you're missing something if you feel like you're missing something i would highly recommend taking this test together and it's probably because you're not speaking each other's love language so yeah so that's kind of my take on love languages i think they're really great because again it's how your partner feels loved obviously you want your partner to feel loved so yeah i encourage you guys to look into these and I don't know let me know what's your love language i i told you guys my top two um so what what's yours i always like to know like what people's love languages are i think they're really interesting even with friends you know like even not just with your partner but even like your friend like it's always fun to know what your friends love language is and like kind of doing that for them as well because friendships are really important as well and even like family like what your parents or your sisters or brothers love languages are because again, it's how people feel loved. And if you speak these love languages to them, then they're gonna feel, they're gonna be like, wow, I really appreciate that. So I don't know. I think they're, imp- they're important in all relationships, not just dating and like marriage and whatever. So it's worth looking into and finding about yourself because you know, it's it's who you are as a person. It's how you feel loved. So anyways, I, I keep feel like I keep repeating myself, <laughs> but um, that's gonna be it for this week. Thanks again, guys, for being patient um, since we skipped last week. But, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, we will be back next week, uh, back to our regular schedule, of course, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Let me know what you're listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I love you so much, and thanks again. Bye.